Hello, Internet. This is Ewan Spence and yes, Insight Calling. Albania, Malta. Thank you. We have our first long lists for Eurovision 2024. Coming up, we have our dates for Fakemus. Malta gives us some familiar names and tickets go on sale from Elfast. From Elfast. Yes, good afternoon, good morning, good evening. Welcome once more to a look back at all that's been happening in the world of the Eurovision Song Contest and Junior Eurovision. And yes, a little note there, tickets do go on sale from Melfast. Tickets are not on sale yet for the Eurovision Song Contest. If you stumbled over sites that says they are, they aren't. They will happen on the official website. We'll let you know when it does happen. Anyway, what else? Oh, yes. Hello, I'm Ewan Spence. I'm speaking to you. Myself and the team at ESC Insight keep an eye on everything in the world of the Song Contest. to bring your Insight News podcast to keep you up to date with what's happened, what you need to know, and what sort of social media parceled content you can look forward to in the future. Now, if you have a diary and you're new here, open it up to me. I've got some dates for you. It's the 7th and the 9th of May for our semi-finals to take place in Malmö in Sweden. Grand final Saturday, the 11th of May. If you're planning your travel, as always, I would recommend keeping an out for offers which you can cancel, get full refunds, pay on arrival, that sort of stuff. And again, same with flights. But also, that reminder... There's a lot of hotels and a really big airport in Copenhagen, which is like 15 minutes away from Malmo on the train across the bridge that's in that big Scandi Noir thing that's absolutely lovely. If you haven't watched the bridge, Bron Burn yet, go and watch it. Right, let's see what's been happening in the last couple of days. <laughs> So one question that many have asked is why no Monaco at the Eurovision Song Contest for this season? It's, I say this year because it's this Eurovision year. It's like football seasons. Uh, it is happening 2024, even though we're in 2023 now, I'm getting distracted. We know that Luxembourg is coming back. It was announced uh, on the day of the grand final in Liverpool. Monaco has a new TV station that is joining the EBU, which makes it eligible for Eurovision, but it's not going to be there on stage next year. Why? I mean, it's, it's a good question to ask because the community was hoping it would. But uh, I'll quote Frédéric Chandelier on this one. The deadlines are too tight for registrations. Furthermore, the launch of the channel does not allow us at this stage to concentrate on this project immediately. That immediately puts up a lot of hope that you, we may see Monaco on the stage at 2025. I, I don't think we will. I think it'll be 2026, personally. But if Luxembourg do really, really well when we get to Malmö, maybe Monaco will bring that schedule up a little bit. There's a fair amount of your social media content packaging going on at Junior Eurovision. Uh, let's run through them in a second. But first, a little heads up here. As with many large-scale international events, Junior Eurovision organisers are looking for volunteers to help out on the ground, both as delegation hosts uh, and also staffing the information centres in the arena. Details on applications and how you become one of those volunteers can be found at the NiceCoteDesert.org website. We will have a link direct into that. Here's what you need to know. Here's what you need to be able to qualify for back at our website, yesinsight.com. 
Okay, in terms of Junior Eurovision, um, <laughs> there's been a, a huge amount of releases uh, this week. Songs coming out, uh, songs getting revamps and getting their videos published. Uh, so um, running through these in alphabetical order, but starting with the hosts because we're nice. Uh, France uh, has released the video for Zoe Clazur Singer. Estonia has released the song uh, It's Let's Stick Together in Estonia. It's sung by Arhana Hoyam Koku. Um, I think we're okay on that one. Georgia, we already knew it was going to be Anastasia and Ranina singing the song Over the Sky. That's been released now. Similar story in Germany. Uh, we had heard Fia's song on Worth in the national final, but now it's had its full studio mix uh, come out there. So the final version is available. Melissa and Rania have released their song for Italy, Un Bondugisto. Malta's song Stronger, which is going to be sung by Yuan Law, has also been released. Uh, and North Macedonia, Tell Me, Tell Me Who, uh, in Kazimi uh, Kazimi Tukaj, close enough, yep, uh, from Gruzeska has been released as well. One other release that has come out is from the United Kingdom, and that went along with the announcement of the trio who would be singing at Junior Eurovision. Stand Unique are going to be singing Back to Life. Not a tribute to Red Dwarf, unfortunately. Got its first airplay along with the announcement today. It's going to pop up in Strictly It Takes Two, uh, and uh, Children in Need as well to get that extra bit of live experience that the... the Basically, every broadcaster will want to give their act before they get down to Nice for the big show itself. Um, other things to pick up, just the one I think here. Uh, Jessica McCain won through the Irish uh, artist selection. Um, the song is then written for the artist who actually won. So we do have a name for the song, um, which is Ashleen Dreams, but we're still awaiting the release date on that. <laughs> Okay, country news for the Grown Ups Contest in May. It's fair about to get through here. I'll start with Albania. Um, Festival Yekenyes, F-I-K, thick. Uh, takes place just before or just after Christmas every year, which is why we in the fandom call it Fikmas. Uh, we have the date. Yay! It's running 19th to the 22nd of December. So it's in the run-up to the big festive holiday. Broadcaster RTSH has always made this stream available internationally for the last decade or so. So you should be able to watch that online. The entry list has been announced as well. No songs just yet. They're coming soon. Uh, but it's 31 strong. I'm not going to run through all 31 role names. Uh, but I will pick out a former Eurovision singer in here who's looking to potentially return, which is Kelsey Toller. Sung in 2009, reached 17th in the grand final with Carry Me In Your Dreams. Also of interest, um, you have Elsa Leda, who's a three-time winner of the festival in 1996, 1997 and 2022. In 2022, she won the jury vote, but not the telly vote. And it was the telly vote that determined who would sing for Albania in Liverpool. So, winner is returning. Winner still hasn't got the ticket to go forward. Some interesting plot lines coming up there. Czech Republic broadcaster Seska Televizia has confirmed their entry uh, for Malmö. All the paperwork has to be in at the EBU, but there's no need at the moment to publicly say you have although most broadcasters do we're waiting on the official confirmation from the EBU for the full list that will probably come up in the next week or two various circumstances notwithstanding anyway Czech Republic is confirmed not only are they at Eurovision they're going to be having a live national final as well submissions for that are now open and remain open until November the 6th curiously there's a flag up that you can send in a demo it doesn't need to be the final mix at this moment 
Uh, also in submission windows are Estonia. Uh, that window is going to be closing uh, on October the 23rd, although prices for entry go up on October the 21st. So if you got it ready, don't go in for that last minute rush. Currently, they're saying 12 songs submitted um, and they will be hoping for a rush because uh, Estee Lau is scheduled to have 20 songs. Uh, there's always a rush at the end, always with these things. So we should have uh, the list of the artists or performers who in that 20 announced no later than November the 8th. And the songs will be released no later than December the 8th. Um, so you'll have Albania songs in there. We might, um, we, will we have the multi songs by that point? Uh, let me just roll down and check. Yeah, we'll have the multi songs out with that. So we got a lot of songs too. The the sort of songs and listening in the great big celestial Eurovision jukebox is going to be kicking off in the next week or two. Oh, exciting times. Uh, right, yeah, so 20 songs are going to be selected and I just, but yeah, we've done that bit. Right, Iceland. Confirmation of the song we kept in national final details have come out of Iceland. Uh, the grand final on March the 2nd, preceding Saturdays, February the 17th and February the 24th for the two semi-finals. Each semi-final, same setup as previous years, five songs in each two go forward from each and the fifth in the grand final is a wild card determined by judges from the six that haven't made it through. Italy. Two notes from the world of San Remo here. The first is that submissions for San Remo Giovanni, the newcomers contest, they've been they were extended out to Friday the nineteenth of October. So, depending on where you hear this podcast, you might like have a few hours left to go, but you've probably missed it. There is another route into Giovanni though, but it's only for performers who live in the San Remo area. Hence, its name Area San Remo. This uh, will choose four acts to go forward to Giovanni, and when you get to Giovanni three. Of the three top acts will then go forward to San Remo in February, the San Remo we all know, but also the San Remo Big Artist the Campione contest. A submission window for Area San Remo is now open, uh, so we'll keep an eye on that one. We're expecting Giovanni to, I can't remember the dates off the top of my head, but we're sort of mid, mid-December uh, for that one as well. Up to Lithuania, we have a new national final uh, from broadcaster LRT. Uh, Previously, it was called Let's Try Again. Well, we're not going to try that again. Instead, we just have, quite simply, Eurovisia.lt. It's going to feature a minimum of 20 acts over four or five shows, determined presumably by the number and quality of entries that are submitted to the broadcaster. That submission window is now open, closes on December the 11th. Notably here, the format is mirroring Eurovision. It's a 50-50 vote, uh, 50% jury, 50% tally vote, and they will allocate 12, 10, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 points as they go through. So this is replicating how songs will be scored when you get to May, which I think is a pretty sensible way of doing your national final, especially if you're a smaller broadcaster. Uh, lots of details coming out of Malta this week for the always excitingly titled Malta Eurovision Song Contest, MESC, which is their national final. First up, uh, 36 semi-finalists have been announced and over four Fridays, starting October the 27th, so not long to go now, uh, nine songs will be premiered on the show Zao every week. On the fifth weekend, the 12 qualifiers for the MESC Grand Final are going to be announced following a mix of jury and televote. Much like Albania, I'm not going to sit down here and read out, go through all the names. I'm just going to pick out some interesting ones. The first one would be Elena Blanco. She sang for Malta Junior Eurovision in 2019 and is now stepping up. I don't think that that's a nailed on win, but what I do think it is, is it's a lovely bit of experience. So experience 
expect, like many of the Maltese actors, Lena to be in for two or three years, build up the confidence, the experience, the stagecraft, the TV craft as they go forward. But that appears that Junior Vision will stand in good stead. We've also got Monica Stafreis in here. Now, long-term Eurovision fans or those who love poring over spreadsheets will recognise that name as being one of the duettists in Chris and Moira, who sung for Malta in 1994 and finished this. Of course, that was when Malta could sing in English and the only other two countries that could sing in English were the United Kingdom and Ireland. So a little bit of an advantage, that language rule doesn't exist. So Malta has never been a consistent fifth place since then. One to watch there. And also, of course, the great big spelling bee man himself, Matt Black, with his song M-A-T-T-B-L-X-C-K from last year, has come forward to bring in another song. We don't have the songs yet. We're waiting for them. But we do know it's called Banana. We expect big things, Matt, okay? But if this song is just B-A-N-A-N-A in the chorus... Don't rely too much on the gimmick. Okay, Portugal. Uh, submission window here for Festival de Cansao has closed. Uh, and broadcaster RTP has confirmed that they have 809 submissions uh, in there. 615 were submitted in 2022, 693 in 2023. So some big numbers coming in there. Now, uh, they're finding over six places in Festival de Cansao. The other 14 come from the 14 invited songwriters by the broadcaster. So please write us a song, please write us a song. Here are some wild cards coming in through the submission process. Given that last year's entry uh, from Mimi Cat did come through the submission process, you know, it, there's a nice little balance uh, and different angles coming through there. Uh, two semi-finals and then a grand final. We expect this to be in early March. Uh, we'll bring you full details when we get them ourselves. Uh, confirmation from San Marino that the final of Unavosper San Marino will be taking place on Saturday, March the 2nd. We're expecting 16 acts in there, eight big acts who will be invited and given tickets direct into the grand final. Emerging acts will run through some quarterfinals and semifinals during February uh, to get one of the eight tickets for the emerging acts going into that grand final as well. Uh, still going. Deep breath, everybody. Or should we put a jingle in here just so we can all take a breath? Yeah. And we'll come back with Spain. No names as yet for Spain's Benidorm Fest 2024, but we do have 825 songs submitted, showing showing still showing a strong interest in the National Festival and the Eurovision ticket on offer for the window. Although last year it was 876, so it was a little bit higher, but that was following slow-mo's podium place of third so there's a little bit more interest but you're still looking um at 825 ready to go that festival big number uh, and also there's an increase in entries in one of spain's co-official languages uh, so catalan valencian galician basque and aranese all represented there the week of benedorm fest uh, with its events and parties and previews and semi-finals finishes with the grand final on saturday february the third Slovenia has confirmed that they will be having a national final to choose the entry. The thankfully easily titled Mission Malmo is accepting submissions up until November the 15th. Finalists are going to be announced by December the 1st. Televised grand final in 
January. We're still waiting on exact dates. Those of you keeping track, remember that Joker out last year was an internal selection. Only the second time uh, that Slovene Television has done that. Previously, it was in 2013 uh, and then one for 2023. So presumably the next one is in 2033 and we've got eight more national finals after this one to enjoy. The soap opera power of Sweden's Melody Festival has begun in earnest with the young rapscallions at Afton Bladet publishing four acts that the boy is pretty sure are going to be at Melfest. Unsurprisingly, these are all fan favourites and familiar names from previous Melfest. So Daughter, Lemieux, Smash Into Pieces and La Sista Fans in, in there as well. Also of note, tickets are going on sale for all six shows on November the 6th. If you can't make the big show in Malmo in May, there is a bigger show in March of Sweden. Select a song that's going to sing for Sweden on home soil. It's a bigger show if you count the seats in the arena. Is it as big as bigger than Eurovision? Swedish people will say, no, Melfast is bigger. But everybody else will go, yeah, but you want to be at Eurovision. Ah. <laughs> uh, or you could do both. Ukraine, final call for submissions to their national final vid beer. Window closes on October the 22nd. So far, 65 confirmed entries have been received. The full list will be revealed by December the 29th with the televised final sometime in February. You remember last year that they ran their national final very early in the season at the start of December. So there was more time to work with the BBC on organising Ukraine's part in Liverpool 2023. Now it's taking just a little bit more time and going a little bit closer to the entry date, which is you've got to get under all the paperwork in by mid-March to the EBU. Finally, details from the BBC on the United Kingdom plan for Eurovision, as well as giving the junior Eurovision news this week as well. Um, following on from the raft of social media parcels uh, that came out of Liverpool 2023, as well as the live broadcasts, the semi-finals are going to stay on the main channel of BBC One. The se- those weekday shows had previously only been on the minor channels, but with Liverpool hosting last year and all the investment going in they were brought to the main channel results have been good bbc one continues to have the semi-finals and of course naturally the grand final on saturday night also of note the press release says that the bbc today also confirms that the search for the 2024 act and song for the united kingdom has taken place over the summer a use of past tense suggests that the act is ready to go but we just don't know who <laughs> Okay, so what do we have looking around the internet? Well, previously on the podcast, we had the third part of Eurovision Wars for Dory's look um, at conflict and geopolitical tensions through the mirror of the Eurovision Song Contest. It is a topic that is very much in our minds at the moment. Ben Robertson's taking a look at what the current situations around the world could mean for the Song Contest during 2023 and 2024 that was up on our website uh over on our patreon finn ross russell looked at the 50 15 voting conundrum televote uh and jury vote all combining and his thoughts on that as well the entry list we assume is coming out in the next week to two weeks depending looking at previous schedules that might not be the case but if it does we will have chat discussion um and bits and pieces on that as well so check the website follow us on the socials as always um other bits of news OGE the official fan club had their second chance contest all the songs that didn't make it to Liverpool one per country all put into pop all the OGA members vote on it and they get the song that needs a second chance. Uh, third place there 
was from Finland Kuma with the song Yilvio Mainen, which came fifth in the Finnish selection, uh, takes the bronze. Taking silver, uh, Norway's Ulrike with the song Honestly. Uh, it was her second chance trying to get to the song contest. Her first time, uh, she actually got the ticket, but it was in 2020. The song contest was cancelled. Went back into the fray at Norway's MGP this year, finished second place there to Alessandra. Uh, so second chance Second there as well. That's a lot of second places. Uh, and the winner there, Sweden. Uh, Marcus and Martinez's song, Air. It finished second to Lorraine in Melody Festival. Let's be honest, nobody was beating that song, even your little Finnish green bolero rap artist. Uh, so the gold medal there for Marcus and Martinez. Uh, dates for your diary as well. We should, these are just basically recaps. Liverpool calling uh, a look back at Liverpool's hosting of the song contest at Culture Liverpool uh, is on October 20th. 28th. The pre-party so far, we know that um, pre-party ES is happening in Madrid, March 28, 29 and 30. Barcelona Eurovision is 4th to the 6th of April. Eurovision in concert is in Amsterdam on the 13th of April. Tickets for that are on sale now. And Nordic Eurovision Party has just announced that they will be having their preview party in Stockholm on the 14th of April, so that's the Sunday. So if you were mad enough, you could literally fly into Amsterdam, get a flight up to Sweden and do a double header of Eurovision previews. I know it sounds mad, but I'm pretty sure there's going to be at least 27 people that attempt that. Um, also, you got the Copenhagen Eurovision party taking place on Saturday, May the 4th. Copenhagen, very close to Malmo. Uh, all the Eurovision fun are as well. Okay, so what do we got coming up? Um, well, the entry list is coming up. Uh, we'll have something on that. I've got some thoughts about um, TikTok and Eurovision, but also I have some thoughts on now we've got the long lists, the importance um, of the long lists compared to programmatic streaming music services. So we'll have one of those up next week. Uh, and next week we'll have the fourth episode from season one of Eurovision Wars as Soldori looks at geopolitical conflict through the lens of the song contest. And that's it. As always, we say to all our friends out there who we know are still to meet, stay safe. That feels especially powerful for this episode. All that you do, stay safe. Be kind to each other. Help everybody through. Catch you on the next pod. Ta-ra for now. Here are our guitars. ESC Insight News podcast this week was hosted by Ewan Spence, written by Ewan Spence and the team at ESC Insight. Find out more at and support us, patreon.com slash ESC Insights.